You are listening to the show that's reinventing the podcast game. It's time for the Matty Faz Podcast. And now, here's the man who's been so, so deaf since the AOL Instant Messenger days. From the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions at the Jersey Shore, the one and only Matty Faz. Live from the Jersey Shore, you're listening to the Maddie Faz Podcast via Pretty Fuzzy Productions for the moment. We're, uh, we're looking into some things there, which I'll get into uh, just a moment. But uh, of course, uh, the usual program, uh, it's been a little bit of uh, a little hiatus, but uh, you know what? I uh, kind of made the executive decision on that one uh, with, you know, I had the Bobby Hurley interview uh, out and it, it's been getting some really good listens and feedbacks and um, I'm actually going to re-release that today uh, with, with some other elements into it, but uh, I let it as, you know, kind of just sit as, as it was, um, you know, right after the holiday and, um, you know, that was the plan and then I was going to throw it in maybe end of the week and do this extra mix that I, I'm referring to. However, all just hell broke loose uh, in our country from the tragic shooting in, uh, hold on, let me read my note card here. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, my tragic, the tragic shooting uh, in Parkland, Florida, which is uh, just, I mean, ridiculous. Uh, I, I'm going to talk a lot about that today, and, and I, I went back and forth. I, I really don't want to get in the partisan nonsense and you know having nra people like quote little tiny numbers and you know just you know start using words they don't even understand it's just the whole thing Uh, but you know i've i've really i've been trying to just i've stayed out of the fray i it's just you know i I didn't get into the hot button arguments especially on twitter and all that stuff i i just sat back kind of just uh let everybody else duke it out so uh but, you know, I mean, first of all, I mean, just it's amazing that these senseless tragedies keep occurring. And, you know, look, you know, I've told you on this show, I, I am a, reg- a registered independent and uh, I really have vote voted both ways, uh, you know, throughout my my life. And, uh, it, you know, if. If I'd given been given the opportunity to that the primary didn't reach New Jersey, um, uh, or if it did, it didn't have John Kasich anymore. But John Kasich was the guy I wanted to win the presidency. I thought he was the most level-headed in a very polarized field. Um, Governor Christie would have been cool just because of uh, you know I had uh, worked with uh, you know uh, worked on on his Ask the Governor show uh, for quite a few years. Met him and you know he, cool guy and everything. So. You know, I don't agree with every single, you know, thing he he, uh, he did for New Jersey, but, you know, he was in a tough boat, Democrat, legislator, you know, the whole night. So he, uh, you know, I history will shine a lot brighter on him, I think. But, uh, you know, Bridgegate <laughs> scandal aside. Um, however, so, you know, Kasich was my guy, though. I really just thought, you know, of, of all of the candidates and I went to, and, you know, I, I did my due diligence. I read on every candidate. I, I mean, so I'm, I wasn't going to read about Ted Cruz. It was just never going to happen, but I did read about everybody else. And, um, you know, Kasich, you know, just kind of like, you know, even though I, I don't agree with him on every social issue, you know, he had some bend on some of them and has come around on, on a lot of them. 
And uh, just the fact, you know, he's just, you know, he's a guy who, you know, when he was in Congress, it was the last Congress to be, you know, that was balancing budgets. He was part of that process. You know, he's a very, like, just sensible guy and just kind of cuts through the bullshit, uh, which was always an appeal to me. And uh, we went and saw a town hall of his on Super Bowl morning uh, one year in, in New Hampshire. We were up there visiting my father and my mom. And uh, my brother and I loved it. We thought he was fantastic. And, you know, just, again, very level-headed, just not political doublespeak. Like, I, I don't know. I just, like, he just came off as very authentic, and I thought he could work with both sides, depending on how it was going to shake out. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Just seemed like a sensible guy in that, you know, if something happened, he can deal with it. Like, I don't know. I just had a very good vibe about him. Didn't didn't work out. I mean, I also did read a lot about Donald Trump throughout most of my life. I know people don't realize this, uh, I guess unless you're close to me, but my whole life I've read the New York Post and Daily News every day of my life. Uh, and that that's just kind of a thing that started. I, I you know, I would read my local paper at the Asbury Park Press and uh, uh, as time went on, my, my great uncle, he always got those two papers and he would always bring them to me. So, you know, if I saw, I mean, we saw them, my uncle quite a bit he used to my mom would cook for him a lot during the week and so uh, he would um come you know by drop those off you know and make sure i had them uh and then i just got hooked on them i mean you know for a sports junkie like me and you know especially at that point where i'm learning stuff and you know absorbing numbers and trades and rumors as the best you know reading education i could have gotten i think but uh you know, so but the the caveat to that is that uh, Donald Trump was in those papers every single day. And look, I'm sure there's a lot of bullshit in there, but a lot of it wasn't. And you know, oftentimes, I mean, he was he's notorious for have calling you know for calling in his own uh, coverage, which is <laughs> ridiculous in itself. But um, you know, Donald. Uh, I, you know, the Marla Maples affair played out on the front pages of that. So I, I don't know. I just had a very just uh, different kind of look at Donald and, and, and you know, and, and the way those stories were always written, you know, whether it was just a regular, you know, st- news story, uh, a gossip like page six kind of thing, however they were, whatever the thing going on was, you know, he just, he first of all, just came off as just ridiculous uh, he came off as very immoral, unethical, uh, you know, clearly, you know, womanizing and, uh, you know, n- uh, you know, an adulterer and, you know, all these things that you know, the evangelicals have just turned, they just have given up, I guess. But, uh, you know, and then on top of that, too, my father, he um, knew some people who did work on the Trump casinos in Atlantic City and got screwed every which way. Uh just you know you know donald just like would you know do things like push his weight around people would do their work they'd finish he'd offer them to pay like five cents on the dollar after like you know for small subcontractors doing a big job that you cripple businesses doing that kind of stuff and it was just one of those things where it's like after a while like i don't know i just i read and heard so much and then you know obviously apprentice gave him a little more street credit and then you know, after that though, like he had a lot of you know financial issues, and uh, and that's you know I'm and I remember hearing about you know rumors of like you know and my brother works in the banking industry, like 
you know, that new, you know, no credible New York banks were touching him anymore. So, you know, the Russia thing, again, it wasn't like now, you know, the words collusion and all that stuff weren't, you know, really in play yet. But he, you know, that was always a thought, you know, and, and at that point, too, the, you know, the business shifted. I mean, like he it's always funny when people like say, you know, say it's this real estate empire. Well, I don't know the exact number at this point. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's not successful and hasn't done well, but I mean, it's a like, you know, compared to other real estate companies, especially in New York, it's a joke. Uh, you know, number two, for an empire, it's still a privately traded company, which, you know, for an, I'm sure for a number of reasons, first of all, you know, just, you know, it's, it doesn't require going public because it's not a, you know, I don't know their annual sales, but, you know, it, it's more of a branding, you know, and licensing business than it is uh, anything with, uh, you know, Trump like Bill, you know, his, his move is that he will, uh, and again, I'm, Hey, I'm, I, it's not saying it's a terrible move, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit the narrative that he, you know, pushes. Yeah, most of it is just, you know, somebody, especially if they can go to some shady country that lets them do whatever the hell they want, he'll find, you know, some a local businessman and that guy will put up the money and the building and Trump will put his name on it and take like whatever, 20, 30% cut. That's fine. I mean, you know what? That's less liability. You you have your name on there, you get a cut and cool. You know, and, and the, it's the Trump name kind of, you know, keeps kind of emanating overseas. So, uh, but, but, you know, there's just this notion of him, like, you know, just, you know, with job sites. I mean, look, he's built some things, but the vast majority of his business now is not that. I mean, he, you know, he, a lot of it is maybe golf courses he took over and, and is now managing, but they were existing golf courses, maybe distressed uh, financially, but he bought them out and, and you know gave it to Trump uh, once over. But you know, it's, so I just crack up whenever I think of him. You know, the, from the business side, because I mean, it's just it's just so unsavory. And you know, this week, you know, you have a son going uh, over to India, and, and that's the thing. Like, you know, for, first of all, like Don Jr., he needs to just calm down. He needs to stop slicking his hair and just take a breath. You know, maybe go back to Colorado where he went for a time when, you know, he wasn't doing, wasn't doing well with the family business and bartend and just chill out. He, ne- he needs to calm down. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't know if he's just so guilty of <laughs> trying to, you know, orchestrate some kind of weird shit with Russia. I don't know. But, uh, um, you know, that, I mean, that, that's the one wild card in that Russian collusion thing is that the campaign by all accounts was so dysfunctional that I don't know if they were even in a position to do anything with Russian collusion, but that's, that's, a, that's another day and God bless Bob Mueller. Uh, you know, he's doing God's work, but you know, Trump Jr. Like, you know, you know, part of the arrangement was supposed to be, all right, the two sons, Uday and Kuse would, uh, run the, uh, run the business Donald would handle the presidency and you know it was supposed to be kind of all right like don't talk about it to each other which I'm sure they've really followed that rule uh Donald you know of course just like won't, wouldn't I mean but I, I think they have is they put it in a blind trust I don't it's not blind trust it, it's just still there but he's just not he doesn't have active control of of the levers but I mean come on 
Yes, he does. You know, what I mean, without you know, he's got the de facto power, and that's all that really matters. And you know, it's just like for the flip side. You know, so if you're Don Jr., who's you know heading up the thing, you know, the company, you'd figure like you know just just stay in your lane with that for a bit, like until thing kind of gets settled. And uh, of course not. You know, he's out. You know, every day. You know attacking congressmen like like congressman Schiff guys who you know question him and are kind of putting the screws to him and 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 you know family and it's just like what like don like your dad's president you're 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 you get to take over you know the the mothership for a little bit like why are you so angry dude like yeah like i don't know just he's he's uh he's wound up a little tight which you know has he's got to make you wonder a little bit but uh so he, he, Don uh, Jr., you know, he'll, he just, he's, you know, he's all over the place. And, you know, so he went to India and they're, I mean, this is, they're, they're selling uh, different condominiums and there was a, a dinner and listening discussion. And, uh, you know, I guess you had to be willing to buy certain types of condos to even get in that room. And then, you know, basically you were, you were basically buying access to the president's son. And, uh, you know, so they have this dinner and, you know, apparently made like, I think it was like 18 or $20 million in sales from that. Lord knows what was said, you know, and he's, it's like basically doing like a foreign policy speech to these people. I mean, it's just, I want, and I do want to talk about the shooting, but I just, I mean, there's just so many conflicts of interest. I mean, which was known. I mean, beforehand. I mean, that's the thing. like, like, like I, and look, I'm not a Hillary fan. I, I really am not. I did vote for her just out of default, and for I mean, I would have voted at that point for anybody but Donald Trump. I just I don't believe he has just any business being in office. Uh, and I'll go to my grave with that. But. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, on top of having just, uh, you know, a president now who literally can't, he can't read anything. He doesn't want to. He, like, just looks miserable having to do any normal presidential duties. You know, like, all right, after a tax cut or maybe starting a war, like, he's just looks bored. Like, he's just like, all right, like, he doesn't, you know, president's job, it's okay. Like, yeah, it's the most powerful job on the world, but... Like, it's still, it's, you know, there's a lot of minutiae to it. You know, there, I mean, the good presidents, you know, they write back to people. They, they, they read letters from people. You, you know, you have a lot of meetings with constituents and, and different groups and things like that that you don't want to necessarily probably hang out with. But, you know, you, you bring them through and, and, and talk to them and, uh, you know, and, you know, whether it's your base or not your base, like, you know, you, you, you deal with tragedies and, you know, and, and I was, and that was the thing that was, I was waiting for was like, you know, cause I mean, this has been a crazy year. I mean, beyond crazy. Like I can't even like my heart goes out to, uh, you know, some of the journalists who have been covering the white house, man. I mean, they're, they're doing a hell of a job and, you know, I hope their work gets recognized. I mean, you know, and people could say fake news and nonsense, nonsense that 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 west wing leaks like a sieve so that's on them for for leaking stories it's not fake news um 
and I mean, every friggin' story, whatever, I guess, whatever, we're, we're still waiting on Russian collusion, which I don't know how, uh, the, the definition of that word is just going to be like everything else in politics is just like this, like, improvable, a thing that you can't prove somehow, and whatever, but, uh, what was I saying? I just lost my train. Okay. <laughs> I think I remembered my spot, you know, but, uh, this was the part I was going to be really, really interested in seeing though, because of course, Donald Trump can talk about himself. He's going to talk about his victory. He'll bash everybody, you know, that, that comes in his path, family included. And, you know, he's just going to fight, 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 fight. I mean, but you know, this past week, uh, you know, he got hit with a, a barrage. I mean, they were still, you know, reeling. I mean, and, I, and look, I will say this too. I mean, most of the problems to date have been of their own causing, whether it's something Trump said, did, you know, just some weird thing, a new scandal, uh, something with Russia. Those are all things that happen with them. And then, you know, then you have other issues such as, you know, from the support staff, like um, where, this guy, Rob Porter, who had a high up job, uh, you know, uh, de- deputy like s- secretary or whatever. Uh, but basically, I mean, you know, he was had a lot of access to Trump and a lot of access to high up uh, secrets and, you know, top top level, uh, you know, clearances. You know, even I don't even though he was having problems with his to get his, um, you know, a lot of them are operating on interim ones, such as Jared Kushner, who God, he's tough. Uh but uh, Jared Kushner has been operating on, on a on a temporary one and requests more state secrets and intelli- you know secret intelligence than anybody, which that's normal. And uh, so you know, Jared uh, has been having an uh, interim one because he keeps changing his disclosure form, and uh, you know it's just a mess. <laughs> like he, he he sets off every red flag, basically, and. Uh, you know, I remember when my brother-in-law, he worked um, for a time as a government contractor and, and the process to get his background check, you know, and this was not a top sec- secret level one, like, you know, for, for a White House job of that nature. But, you know, you still had to go, you know, it was a pretty stringent process. And, and you know, this was like a, you know, it took over a year and, and you know, there was, you know, they'd come back, nitpick at little things and all that and uh you know the fact that they're even having these interim ones um and you just see things and i don't know it's it's, something seems a little fucked up with that uh but you know so that that was the scandal that rob rob porter because he had hit two of his former wives and that is what was holding up his own uh his, his own clearance so and the White House clearly was trying to cover it up. I mean, this was a, and that story was going on like seven, eight days. And then, I mean, you never want to say they got lucky, but they did. But unfortunately, that lucky, I mean, you know, the guy Rob Porter quit. And actually, no, a speechwriter quit too for something very similar, which is, I mean, we're going to hire the best people, the best people. Uh, so they, uh, I mean, you don't ever want to trivialize a, a, a mass shooting, but they very much got bailed out by that because, it, you know, that story has been so powerful and is still ongoing, which is why that's really why I took a little 
you know, hiatus. I, I was going to, I wanted to record in the middle of this and then I got kind of caught up in the story and I just felt like it was just, you know, I, I don't know. I just wanted to, uh, be a little respectful before I, uh, fired off my two cents on it. Uh, so, you know, th- this story though, it, again, is it just a perfect storm kind of story? I mean, this is now, this shows the kind of vulnerabilities in, in the current system. Cause this kid, had every red flag, the kid, the, the shooter, and clearly fell through the cracks somewhere along the way. Uh, you know, not to, you know, uh, this is not to give him a pat on the back or nothing like that. I mean, you know, just you just feel horrible. The kid had a, te- had a terrible uh, upbringing and, you know, seems like he had his head, you know, a few screws loose and just, you know, I, I think just a lot, uh, it just you know, seems like some anger problems as well. And I don't know. I mean, people have said autism. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if that's a confirmed thing or not. I've heard, I've heard it multiple times, but I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. But I mean, you know, cops to his house 39 times, all this stuff. So, I mean, like the, the flags were there, but you know, it's just, it was almost somebody mentioned like nine 11, you know, even it's obviously not the trauma of nine 11 or the scope, but, uh, just the way things fell through the cracks a little bit and, uh, you know, you know, different agencies, you know, maybe not talking to each other, you know, and look, they're just, you know, obvious, sometimes you have humans, uh, well, no, sometimes you do have humans getting these calls and sometimes, you know, there's just, I don't know, there, there's mistakes made. So somewhere along the way, uh, things went wrong, but, uh, it's either way. I mean, it is a horrible, horrible thing. And, now, though, I mean, this one, I, you know, everybody keeps saying it's going to be different. I, I truly believe that something does feel different this time. And we'll, we'll see how long their momentum lasts. I mean, first of all, you know, the it's a school, you know, that appears to be a you know great, a great school, like a beautiful school. They, they seem to have a very good sports program, good, um, good, uh, good uh, academics, uh, you know, a lot of extracurricular stuff. I mean, and the kids seem like very like well well read very well spoken they uh you know they uh, don't lack in any courage you know after going through that and burying their own friends and you know loved ones and everything like they are not bashful and you know that's the difference in a lot of these recent ones uh you know it's it's just crazy how many there's been but um you know, like, and I'll just name the main ones, like, you know, Columbine, I think would have had this capability and, you know, Columbine did get a big platform, but it was pre-social media days. And, um, uh, and then Sandy Hook, obviously you had, uh, you know, I mean, little kids, which is just ridiculous. You have these little kids and, um, you know, while it was a really powerful image and, just like sobering to to see that uh you know those kids obviously they weren't old enough to even know what the hell is going on you know so the kids who survived the the parents some of the parents have have done great work and continue to um you know and it's almost like a like a fraternity now obviously you don't want to be in it but um you know it's like almost one of those groups now and they reach out to the next families of the uh, you know, of of the ones who who had just gone through something like that. And it's sad that our country has come to this, but 
you know, I guess if, if we are like, you know, it's great to, you know, see people kind of come together like that and help out, you know, just to know what different emotions you're going to feel and, you know, how to, you know, fight, fight, fight for activism, but not like to a point of like you burn yourself out. So, you know, little things like that. So, um, you know, it's just, but these kids though, I mean, immediately in the aftermath, I, I, I don't know what, it, like they just got mad. And I, I think between the way it happened, who did it, how it happened. And, you know, and you know, these kids seem very proud of their school and, you know, seem to like each other. And I mean, I'm sure there's their conflicts in school, whatever, but these kids have come together in a way, and uh, you know, most major movements in our country start like that. And I know that's cliche, but it's the truth. It's you know, after a while, the adults talking to each other just gets kind of drowned out. Especially politicians, it's just double talk and just this nonsense. And these kids are able to just really cut through all the bullshit and just ask a question. I mean, it's a very powerful tool. And you know, you you then you add in the fact that you know they they know how to mobilize on social media. They know how to do these things. And uh, now they're getting back, you know, they're starting to get money from, you know, donors and, and people helping them out. So, I mean, like this, the, you know, this, uh, this thing could be a, uh, could be a big deal. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's the start of something. I, I truly believe that. And, uh, you know, these, these kids are, they don't seem like they're going to stop. And, and, you know, going for change and, uh, you know what, they shouldn't, they absolutely shouldn't, uh, you know, if, if anybody saw that, if, if anybody witnessed that in their own, their own school, having your buddies or, you know, classmates, yeah, I mean, you know, you're crammed into a closet here, you know, hiding from a guy with an AR-15, and God forbid gets in, and, you know, I mean, there's one, you know, there's one kid where, uh, you know, he, uh, it might've been from Columbine, but, uh, hiding under his friend's body, just like Wall's friend bled out. I mean, this saw a girl, she, uh, she got grazed twice. I, she did not get, I guess, like didn't pierce through somehow. Um, but she watched her best friend get gunned down. I mean, you know, you had, uh, the, the football coach who, uh, you know, used himself as a human shield and put himself between uh, b- between bullets and uh, and the students. A really heroic thing. Another, um, the athletic director, by, by all accounts, did about the same thing. And um, a geography teacher was uh, just letting people in, and he let in one more girl. And as they went to shut the door, he uh, he got shot. So I mean, you know, there's just some some tragic stories here. And I mean, this is again, I, I've always felt that, you know, like that, you know, after Columbine, like the, you know, I, there should have been every, you know, every idea in, you know, that you can think of and put them, put them, put them into play and, you know, have the same, have the attitude. It's, it will never happen again. And, Look, some changes came out of Columbine, certainly, uh, you know, in terms of like entry exit points. And, uh, I, you know, I know 
I know in North High School North we had a uh, we had security guards. I can't remember if they were there the whole time or if it came after Columbine. Columbine was our soft my, my my for my friends our sophomore year, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. But anyways, uh, you know it still you know did not go. I mean it, it just kind of raised the awareness that wow this could actually happen because I mean prior to that point we all went to school with like all right maybe you get a fire drill and. Um, so, you know, we never did an active shooter drill as far as I know, maybe, and if it was maybe one, but it was, it wasn't a regular thing then. And it, it's, it now has become that. And like, that's actually one thing I agreed with the president on because when he was doing one of his listening sessions today and I mean, his, you know, on the flip side, yeah, he wants to harden the schools up more and make them more just like a fortress, which look, I mean, if they want to you know do that and and you know without making it like a mil- looking like a military base like where you know if you have an entry point and have a like a, a you know a little a thing to like a tsa kind of thing to put your bag through look i understand it's not exactly normalcy but i'm not, that idea I, I would not say i'm opposed to I, you know i wouldn't have to know the details of it and and you know and how the fund you know funding and uh, that's the thing too i mean just these are the types of things that get cut first in school budgets especially if a you know school you know the, the town is having you know rough rough go of it and like these like that's what i get worried about like you could put all you could have all these great great ideas you come up with and imp, you know they're supposed to be implemented and then, you know then you have budget cuts and uh, so it, it it is a very complex thing I mean, there's no doubt about it, but I mean, but the, uh, but just on like the thought of like, and it's funny that the last story I was working on at uh, New Jersey 101.5 before I, I, I had to, uh, to unfortunately leave, uh, you know, for some, uh, for all the family stuff I've told you about in here, but, uh, one of the last stories I was working on and, uh, my cousin Tyler and my cousin, my, my nephew Tyler, uh, he was in kindergarten at the time. Uh, so, and we were just talking and he just happened to mention in like in passing that, you know, he, Oh that we, yeah, we had our active shooter drill today. And, uh, he, and he was just explaining it because, you know, I had always heard of them. I knew schools did them just from covering stuff, but I, I don't know. I guess I never really went that next step step further and like really like, like paid attention or found out. I don't know. I just never knew what exactly went on in a, in a, one of these code red, you know, active shooter drills. And Tyler explained to me and said, as, as did my sister. And, you know, I mean, he's a kindergartner and they have to, he's, he's like, yeah, we have to run in the closet and get quiet and we can't say anything because we don't want the shooter to, to get to us and, and like, you know, basically kill us. And I'm like, you know, hearing a little kid, you know, my, my, my first nephew say that. I'm like, what the hell have we gotten to? Like, the fact that that's like a normal part of like American life and, and, and for American kids, it, it just bothers me. It's bothered me since. And I wanted to do a story just pointing it out. You know, it's like, I'm not that, especially that, I wasn't that far removed from high school. And <clears throat> all we ever did was fire drills. And... I don't know. It just the whole notion of it just really, really bothered me, though. And just 
I don't know. I, I, I wanted to present a story of just like, you know, I understand it's maybe a sign of the times, but like, you know, how do parents feel about this? Like that your kids like have to do this, like this, like, like, I don't know. I mean, I get why I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, don't be prepared because clearly, I mean, they're happening. And, but I, I don't know. I just like the more of stuff like that and, you know, and just still like you listen to these and I know we got we've gotten our fill of the NRA this week and talking about it and arguing about it. And uh, it's interesting because it, my dad, I found his uh, his his uh, his notebook and it's one of the first things I found after he passed away and he had written it two years before. And it's just literally about a it's one page. He, I don't know. It's the only thing he wrote in this little notebook. And well, I'm sorry. He wrote this one uh, like passage or poem kind of thing, like a line from a poem or some, some kind of literary work. And it's kind of cryptic because it's like about celebrating your life when nobody, you know, about people's, you know, celebrating you when you're not around and all this. Like, you know, he, he wasn't even sick at the time for that one. So I don't know. He, like, very, very weird. So that's written on the inside cover. And then page two, it looked like he was like getting ready for a like a run for like a like a congressional seat or something. He had like like ten fifteen items of his political like I guess like just his political uh, platform, and it's just a very random thing. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And so you know, and there's some funny ones. And perhaps at some point, maybe, maybe my next episode, it's downstairs. I'm not getting it right now, but. Um, uh, you know, it was yeah, just some funny and things like I, that I've heard a million times, but things I didn't know either. So it was kind of a mishmash, but number one was unlimited campaign financing. And, you know, he felt that way about both sides of the aisle. Uh, I'll say this. My dad, my dad started out as a very, very staunch Republican, uh, growing up, loved Reagan, loved, uh, you know, uh, George HW and, uh, you know, he was happy with the economy under Clinton. You know, obviously he could have done without the uh, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. But uh, you know, he saw Clinton do a very good job with the economy and thing. You know, you know, life w w was solid un under Clinton for for uh, for the Fazl Force. And uh, you know, then obviously nine eleven uh, hit for uh, for George W. Bush and. Um, you know, uh, it, it was weird because, you know, you have that time where he's coming together and all that. And it's just, but the response, you know, and going back into Iraq and all that, you know, when Bin Laden did it and he was not there, like the whole way that war went down really pissed my dad off. And, uh, you know, because that's right. I had some friends who went and, you know, he just, you know, he was looking at it like, almost for me like you know in my friend's point of view like just seeing like you know like he knew it was a, that part of the war was a bullshit war and <laughs> go figure we're still stuck over there for, for this war that just won't die um but uh you know after that he like he slowly started changing his tune on everything and, and also I'm, i'll tell you this i mean he was somebody he read all the time he, he followed all of this stuff and 
you know, would challenge me to as well. And as I, you know, I always knew what was going on politically, but not like deep diving. I, I didn't, I really didn't crazy with it. But then when I started working uh, for New Jersey 105, I had to get way, way into it. I mean, that was, you know, at the center of my job. So I, I really, and I learned a lot though. I, like in, in addition to just, you know, people's names and where they're from and everything, you learn just like kind of how the game's played. And like, I mean, say this, it's more like professional wrestling than people ever realize. Like, you know, especially, you know, you set up your two sides and argue and, you know, go back, you know, all each, each, uh, each guy does their promo and, you know, goes at the other one and, you know, you know, just blasting the other party and all that stuff. But I mean, you know, a lot of that, a lot of stuff like that can be choreographed, especially like in a state, like, you know, they, they, there's, you know, and it's just all of it. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's not as crazy as, as it, they try to talk, talk you into, but you know, it, but I mean, now, you know, look now, right, right. This second is a, I would say it, it's definitely polarized and, um, you know, yeah, that's because of, of Trump. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's a weird situation. I mean, it's just a weird time because, uh, again, like, the guy is just, he's just so unfit for office, it's not even funny. And, again, I'm, this isn't me saying Hillary is. I, I don't, I'm, that's not how, what I'm saying. I'm just saying he's not. At this point, like, he's just not. And, you know, his cue cards at the listening session, and it's like, I understand you want they read notes for you and try to get you prepared and everything, but it's like, you know, he had, he had one note that said, I hear you. Like, really, Donald? <laughs> to be told, like, to be empathetic? To be, you know, families of people who just just died? Like, come on, man. Like, just... But you could just tell, like, he just, just just would rather be anywhere else but there, you know, and then just, and out of the one meeting, the only idea that came out of it, at least in his mind, was that, you know, the best way to do this was to just arm teachers, which is just fucking crazy. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, you know, like, th that is, that's crazy to me. That is just crazy. Like, uh, the, the, first of all, just from practicality standpoint, and then, the amount, just the, the amount of chaos that opens up potentially, like, you know, uh, why? You know, I, I, I understand, you know, he was mocking the no gun free zone, uh, school zones. And you know what? Look, if, if a school decides they want to put in a, a security system, I mean, I know a lot of inner city schools do that already, you know, uh, do it like an entry point. Look, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't know what the how much time it would be like. You know, you know, you don't also, you don't want to get a situation where kids, you know, have to leave, like you know go like like the airport, like you know they have to leave you know half hour earlier, especially if, you know for like high schools that start really early to begin with. So I mean, those are you know kind of questions that need to be asked. But uh, you know, if 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 that's one thing that's decided, you know what? Uh, I've thought about this, and I you know I I know things evolve, and and look I. I wish kids did not have to do that. Like to, it bothers me that it's at this place, it's at this time, uh, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't have any kids of my own, and uh, but and you know, and even if I didn't have any kids related to me, I would, you know, I'd feel the same way. But you know, now yeah, I, we have four kids in our family, and, and 
you know, the little guys, they're all, uh, and Lila, they, uh, you know, they're all in school now. And it's just like, you know, the thought of them even doing an active shooter drill pisses me off. Like, like what they, like, they shouldn't have to live like that. I mean, it's just really sad. And it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I know, I mean, that's, that'd be a long-term goal, goal to, you know, our safety standards up to a point where that doesn't need to happen because that, that, uh, that bothers me, but that's not the discussion for necessarily for today. But, uh, you know, if I was saying, I was thinking though, it's like, you know, after nine 11 airports locked down and yeah, it was a pain in the ass at first, but, and it still can be, but people are used to it now and it's become uh, you know, a normal part of it. And you know what? I would rather do that and, and go, you know, put my shoes through, do whatever. But, uh, you know, it, it is funny though. The, you know, one guy had, had, you know, tried to blow his shoes up. So now we've had to take our shoes off every time since, but, um, you know, I don't mind the taking the shoes off and, uh, whatever, as long you know, I'd rather feel safe. Same thing at a giant game, you know, half of my life we'd walk in, you know, there was a cop there. Maybe he would, you know, do the wand, Sometimes just like check your pockets. Sometimes nothing. I mean, you know, especially years and years ago. Like, and now there's actual metal detectors. And again, it's just you throw your stuff in real quick, and you're through. And on again, like I don't mind it. Like, yeah, it sucks that some evil people have led us to this point, and this is how we unfortunately have to react to it. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, I I just you know I I just want to feel safe. And I want people around me to be safe too. So if if it's going to deter, uh, you know, or prevent uh, some lunatic walking in with like a, a, a suicide vest or something crazy, great. <laughs> uh, it's worth it in spades to me. So you know, and same thing like, like driving. You know, every you know driving th- driving regulations you know change and evolve you know constantly uh, to to reflect you know just where we're at and. and and speeds and, you know, or, you know, and there's different drunk driving rules. It's like, you know, so there's all these things like that, that evolve. So like if, if schools are next and, you know, they, they want to do, you know, have a thing to really tighten up security at schools, you know, have, uh, you know, have, have a, have a deputy cop or a deputy or you know, sheriff's office guy on there or whatever, or however many for each school, like, Hey, you know what? During the day, like, why not? I mean, that would, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking any towns, but I mean, in terms of where the most people are probably going to be, uh, and especially, you know, these are young people who are, you know, vulnerable, uh, but probably the greatest commodities we have. So if, you know, if, uh, if towns want to put, uh, you know, an officer or two, uh, you know, and I don't know whatever guns. That's the other thing too. I don't know what guns they'd have, as, as, you know. But anyways, like the, okay, those things are starters. But I mean, and look, <laughs> this and this is pretty much is why I avoided the, the Facebook and stuff because I, I mean, yeah, I kind of skimmed skimmed through a little bit, but I, I, I don't know. I just I. Gun, the gun thing. I know it just it it gets a very just passionate thing. I'll be honest. I I'm not passionate about the Second Amendment and guns and whatever. I, I respect it. People do. That's cool. Like I, you know, it's just not my personal thing. I don't 
I've ne- I don't own a gun. I never have. I never will. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. If I have a kid, maybe, and, you know, put it, or whatever the hell you have to do in New Jersey. Don't you have to, like, leave it in two separate pieces or something? I, I don't know. See, like, that was always my notion with it, though. Like, especially living in a state like this where it's like, all right. I don't know. I just try to think of things, like, realistically. Like, so if the, you know, if something happens and my house gets robbed, all right, and I'm home, but say I fell asleep downstairs, well, what if the guy's breaking in and I don't have, like, you know, like I don't have my gun on me. It's in upstairs in my gun safe. Like, what am I going to tell like, him? Just hold on one second, bro. Hold on one second, bro. I'll be right back. Like, no. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. I mean, like, there's just so many, like, they people, I, the guy, Wayne LaPierre from the NRA was, you know, he used that line about, you know, more good guys with the guns or bad guys with the guns. Like, you know what? I, I would love to see some t- statistics on that <laughs> about, uh, you know, like these amount of like shootouts and, you know, between a, a, a bad guy and a guy with, you know, a concealed carry. Like, 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 look, you know what? If somebody is terrorizing people or robbing them or like, you know, about to hurt somebody and somebody has a concealed weapon and is able to, to shoot. Great. That's, you know what? Awesome. I, I will hug you and buy you a beer, if, if, you know, if, if, if somebody did that. Um, you know, so, like, look, I, I don't care if people have a gun, two guns, whatever. But, I mean, I've always felt universally strong on, like, you know, and I, I know there's 200 different types. You know, I, like, when you just, like, I mean, I'll give Marco Rubio credit for showing up at that town hall last night. But still, it's just like that political doublespeak that just... He just doesn't get it. It's like Marco, little Marco, dude, like just talk like a human, man. Like, you know, he just can't answer a question. And he had to know like what types of questions he was going to get. And, but that's the problem. I mean, you know, like they get, you know, they get all sensitive and everything like that, but they're bought by the NRA. It's, it's a fact. And, you know, like that's come back to the point my, my dad with his booklet, you know, and he would rail about this topic about unlimited campaign finance. And again, not that the NRA is the largest donors, but they donate, they do donate a lot of money. And, and again, like, why are you like, all right. So, so just like, and I'm telling you as somebody who worked in politics, I know all the sides of it. And, you know, maybe New Jersey, not an NRA state, but you know, it happens again on the other side of the aisle with the NJEA, the, the teachers uh, union, they pour, pump money in and, 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 you know, they're looking for a return on their investment. This is no different. So, you know, they, they basically buy all these politicians and, to, you know, and look, you know, I'll give them credit. I mean, these politicians fear them. So they're, they're, you know, they're dropping enough dough, even though they're not, you know, they're not the biggest organization in the world, but, um, you know that's the thing though like they will they are they they will not mention like virtually anything else about guns or after even after a, an attack like this where it's everybody else the 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 nation is just collectively like well yeah okay like yeah the kid had a lot of problems but he should not have been able to buy an AR15 i mean and you know 
and me. Like, I, I don't have a criminal background. I shouldn't be able to buy an AR-15. Like, it, you're, there's there's so many variables that go into this. And look, uh, like, if you want to make an exception for for law enforcement and, and, and military, okay. You know what? I, I still don't firmly believe they need to have it at their house. But you know what? If they get the one exemption waivers... I can I'm, I can live with that, but for the normal civilian, this is another thing that I always think about. The normal civilian, you know, who's considered the good guy, like, yeah. So I and by those standards, I mean like you know, and I don't believe I have any of the any of the issues that would prevent me from getting an AR-15. I would never fucking buy one, but, um, you know. It's just like I, I just never have understood why you would need that in your house, why you'd want it in your house, and then as if you if you have kids, why you'd want that either. I mean, like, I mean, even if something pops off in your house, like, you know, this isn't gonna fucking turn into Rambo, like, you know. And do you want like like that's the other thing too, like like if you're just trying to protect your kids and you know and you want to use it as a kind of deterrent, but like. You know, now it's like, all right, if two people have guns and then a, like a shots start getting fired around. Like, do you like the goal should be to not have shots fired? Like, you know what I mean? And like a gun like that on the streets is just crazy to me. Like, if you want to go rent it at, at the, the shooting range, cool. Go nuts. You can't bring it to go hunting. You know, so it's like, but you could have it in your house. And it's like... And I, I don't know, and I mean, for I know for Jersey it is it's stringent, but it's still gettable. And I don't know, I, I just I never understood. I mean, I understand why they don't want it off the market. You know, more ammo, more you know, a bigger gun, and like I don't know if it's one of their more po- the popular guns that sells. I, I probably is, but I mean, the fact that in, in Florida that you were able, to, and that's a Florida law, not federal law, um, Florida that you can. <laughs> buy a handgun at, at buy, you gotta wait to buy a handgun until you're 21 but you could buy an AR-15 at 18 years old I mean and it's it, you know those in New Jersey listening you know it, it's I we're all obviously in a very different boat because it's such a non-gun culture here uh, you know so we're not really used to even seeing them like at stores you know you like go to certain stores like whereas like you know you go to like southern states or rural states and I mean even when my parents lived in New Hampshire I mean like you could go to a Walmart or a Target and get a any kind of gun you wanted and uh, my dad told me when you know uh, the last town they were living in up there my dad was telling me that yeah he goes yeah he goes I could uh, I, I could uh, what's it called? He goes. I I could uh, go go tomorrow and get you know put my, you know pick out a gun I like, file out the paperwork, and he goes. The sheriff will drop off my gun license, but like but within a day. It's like I don't know. It's it's just so easy. But I don't know. I, I like 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 look. I, and this is not killing the the Second Amendment, anything like that. You know. And I and like. I think the NRA people. I think it. I think it started out as a very good organization when it did, and I think they've gone so far off, off the rails. And 
you know, it's funny hearing him that them call everybody else media elites and blah blah blah. blah. Like you know, like I mean, they uh, you know, they they. First of all, you know, like Wayne LaPierre, like dude's making like five million dollars a year. Like, relax, Wayne. I'm sure you're not, you know, you're talking about the Hollywood stars and this and that. You're you're living a pretty good life there too, Wayne. So relax. Uh, and that girl, Dana Lash, like, God, I mean, I guess she's a. I mean, I guess for for the group she's talking to, I guess it's effective. But man, she is like, whew. I, I know a little bit of her story, but she's there's those eyes are like whew, intense, man. So I don't know. I mean, those two as the spokespeople is just oh, it's crazy. That, that whole that whole CPAC thing is just like a circus at this point. Um, you know, but like again, I'll repeat. It. I I I and I hate that I have to keep making this disclaimer, but you know, just to make sure nothing gets misconstrued. You know, I really, uh, I'm fine with people having a Second Amendment right. I, I really am. Like, so you know, if you want to bear arms, you know, form a well-regulated militia, <laughs> part of it, whatever, cool. Like, you know, if if uh, you know if that's uh, you know, if, and if you're doing it for protection, you know, to for to to you know for fun, both cool. You know. I, I, you know, especially if somebody tells me they have a kid, you know, a kid's wife. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I'm saying like, yeah, you know, I don't know if it's for me. You know, I'll find the, the, that shit out. But uh, I just thought like the, like having a semi-automatic weapon, whether it's an AR-15 or something, you know, something like that, like just anything that shoots like that, you know, that, that high caliber, you know, the, you know, the bigger magazines. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just like, cause I think about it this way, like, all right, you know what? Maybe you're one of the good guys right now, but you know what? Emotions change. And you, know, you can get the most stringent fucking check. Emotions change throughout a day, throughout an hour. So, you know, what happens when that per, you know, person who has the AR 15, who's one of the good guys and you know, maybe he has, the worst goddamn day of his life and you know lose it his wife leaves him and you know he she takes the kids with him and he finds out she cheated on him and you know and, and he got laid off from work same thing i know i know it's far-fetched scenario but just saying if that happens now you have somebody who you know i'm sure is not happy the moment and he's got you know, uh, a cache of weapons, in, you know, in his room. Like, I don't know. I See, I think of situations like that, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I'm, and now I'm gonna get, I'll probably get accused of wanting to limit ammo or whatever. I don't know. Just I'm just saying, like, I, and I admit, it's just, it, guns are not a big thing to me. I don't care. I, I really, I don't care if I never shoot a gun in my life. <laughs> that might make me a, a little pansy, I, whatever. I just, it's just not my thing. But, you know, I don't know. I just think of okay, yeah, somebody could be the best person in the world at the at the time, and they purchase it, whatever, and then maybe their life changes. It takes a bad dip, and now you know, or and they start drinking a lot. Now they have a gun, uh, free and owned, legal, whole nine, and you know, now what? You know, or you know, or if you know, like you, they're out, 
they're going to go out shooting and whatever. And you, you're, I don't know what you're, you're driving to look for a place to shoot or whatever. I don't know, wherever people shoot either out of range or I don't know each, each other. Um, so, but like, you know, what, you know, like what happens is like, you know, you're in a, you're in the car driving over to where you need to go and you have your AR and, you know, strapped into the, the passenger seat and a car cuts you off, you know, almost hits you. You almost drive off the road. Like, you know, like, do we want, like, do we need people having this stuff? Like, I, I don't trust people like to use their phones properly. I don't trust people with anything. Like, you know, there's a reason why you got to like, you know, slow some things down for people, you know, whether it's like, you know, you know, too, too much alcohol, too much drugs, too much porn, too, you know, too much, uh, too much sugar. Uh, you know, I, I think it's the same thing with guns. Like just because, all right, just be, you know, another thing too, anybody who, you know, this is just me. If you, you know, if you want if you're going to tout your second amendment rights, great. You have to name at least the, amendments three through nine at least just that's all i just want to know that i just want to make sure you know don't don't leave those ones out 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 in the dark like that but you know i don't know i just i just i don't i've never seen the the need for those those weapons you know in american life and the fact that 19 year olds can buy them i mean it's just absurd it really is and uh you know that i mean i'm hoping I feel like the you know some baby step stuff will get done, but I mean it's really pathetic to see how many, uh, you know how many of these politicians. I mean they literally, even no matter what they feel in their gut, they uh, they are so bought and paid for on this issue. They just they can't they can't do it. And and again that's the reason. So like I was saying before like. And, and and again, the NRA are not the only special interest group that does this. So I'm just want to make myself clear. Please, I know there's a million, and I, I I have a problem with campaign financing just in general, like the way the, just the way it is, and and how just there's just so many holes in it, and just so much like you know, just dirty money, dark money, and and you know, and just like basically companies buying elections, basically, but. You know the NRA for what they spend in that in the last election. I mean, and it was thirty million dollars on Trump alone, and I don't know whatever whatever millions they spent on uh, down ballot races. You know, like they're looking for a return on their investment. So you know, why would they be? Why would an organization like that pump that much money into something? You know, and they are obviously you know they're in fear of something you know changing and you know so they are you know they they buy up as many politicians as possible and you know try to keep it where you know they they know certain parts of the country you know gun rights is a very big thing and 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 that's the thing they make out every which way these gun manufacturers because you know in a lot of states where you know guns are legal you know there, the, there, the, that side of the conspiracy theory is just that, yeah, liberals just want to grab all your guns and confiscate them. Like, no, like that's not what this is. It's just like it's about stopping kids from coming onto a school. 
And, uh, you know, I know, like, they try to say, oh, well, you know, could use something else. You know what? They don't, though. They This is the weapon they use. So clearly there's a reason. It's like, you know, you know, certain people, when they when they get to a certain, you know, point in their drug career, they end up using heroin. You know, they're not, you know, at that point, you know, heroin, that's, you know, that that's usually like when you're all in. And, uh, you know, so I just... Like this, whatever. Like again, I, I I know I hear about all these different types of semi, but whatever. The AR-15 for whatever reason, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the most affordable one or the best one, or but you know, it's the best one for the best price. I don't know. Those are questions I do. I, I will admit I do not know the answers to. But I mean, you know, there there's a trend, and you know, we all know if and I, I'm I'm half Persian, <laughs> so. I, 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 I'm well aware of this. The, you know, if this happened, uh, unfortunately, you know, if this happened and a Muslim kid did it, they would be, we would be busting through ice would be, they are probably already, but ice would be driving through every immigrant neighborhood, rounding people up and, you know, just, just going buck wild. Uh, you know, if a black kid had done it, I, they'd be, you know, they would just be arresting blocks, people, and you know, and this kid, look, it was despicable, but you know, it's just amazing though to hear some of the, the you know, the the figureheads, and then hear the politicians who are in their pocket. I mean, Rubio, look, he entered, he entered a tough room. You know, the governor would not, President Trump would not, Trump would have been a disaster. He, he Trump just won't go anywhere where he can't. Uh, where he's just not getting love, he just, he cannot do it. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just always funny. But you know, uh, I'll give uh, Rubio, you know, I'll give him credit for for going there. That's not usually Rubio's. It's not usually his 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 uh you know his his good point. You know, he's 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 a little awkward. And uh, he can come off as uh, like just kind of inauthentic. I, I I feel like you know he started that way, and I think I don't know. I don't know if he was just getting mad, or you know, or the questions were pissing him off. Even though like you had to expect that part, or if they genuinely like moved him, if he felt like all right, you know what, um, you know, I'm gonna stand up to the NRA today, and, and he did, and then of course walked almost everything he said back in tweets <laughs> almost immediately he's just you know it's but i mean he he, he took some shots on the chin he, and he probably he survived better than the uh beatdown christie gave him in in the uh the debate in the primary um but you know little marco uh, you know i i just didn't expect him to i mean even though i mean look he should be there he's a senator of florida so he, he absolutely should be there not just as a republican uh you know ju- just in general but uh it, you know it was just funny to have, to see him uh see him over there he little little marco <laughs> but uh i don't know i mean it's just It'll be interesting. I, it, I will say this. The, like I said, these kids, they are, uh, and I know it's been said, uh, these kids are really awe-inspiring. And, uh, like, I really think they're going to 
going to spark this movement and they already have in many ways and and I don't see them backing down and I think as more people join in and you know this will and it's, it's really weird again not to keep bringing it back to my dad uh you know so but uh I'll tell you this so you know because a like he just he hated Trump from from the beginning of life he just never he never liked them for all the reasons i mentioned before so he he just was pre-politics has nothing to do with politics he just thought the guy was just a sleazy business guy and uh you know a bullshit artist all that kind of stuff and so if he were living right now in this presence he it would just it would be a grind every day let's put it that way he would be just i i don't even know how he would react um, but this story, you know, seeing, you know, kids get shot, especially now, you know, like I said, like he, he's, he softened up quite a bit in his last few years, my dad. And, uh, you know, especially like, and, and he was always, but even, you know, in his younger days and whatever, uh, you know, thing, any, any causes with like kids like that always really, really got him like upset when, if a kid would get sick or, you know, get some kind of crazy rare disease or anything like that. He would get genuinely like choked up. And even when he got sick, he, um, you know, he, he immediately said, he's like, why, why does that have to be me? Uh, you know, you know, he's like, or, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. He got, when he got sick, he goes, you know, he's like, I, he goes, you know, I don't care they could take me, but like, you know, I don't know. Meaning God, I guess. <laughs> like he'd take me you know like i don't he's like I, I can handle it i can handle being being sick and being ill he's like i i just i wish i wish i could take all the pain away for any of you know because there was um some kids that we had to pass on the one floor you know who were getting treated for different uh you know d- different uh really serious illnesses and it's just like he his heartbreak was breaking like he's just like i would do anything to to be in their spot so they did not have to um you know he was always good like that uh but if uh yeah this issue though like just the whole way it broke down uh this would have been of everything that's would have happened so far in the trump presidency this would have been the one where he would have just went he would have been bonkers and like he, I know he first of all be way into it. Like you know, he would know everything that's going on, and he would have just lost his mind with this one. And then like, <laughs> you know, the Trump's listening to Scott. Like, he just would not be able to handle it. Um, but that's why it is, it is very ironic because I was like I had and it's, I had just started thinking about it too. Um, so he, my dad died uh, March 24th of uh, 2016. So obviously, you know, it's just a, it's a shitty day now, kind of like, you know, for anybody else who's lost a close loved one. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just we try to just do a family dinner and like maybe somewhere he liked or something, you know, something to that effect. Um, and just, you know, talk about him and try to have a good time. Uh, you know, we don't, we had the one last year. I, I was probably, we were all still in shock, but you know, it's, you know, it, it, you evolve of course and rise, rise from it. Uh, but it, like I found it more than ironic though, that like I said, knowing, knowing how he is and knowing like 
this, the types of causes that he really got behind. And this would have been one of them. He would have been rooting these kids on. He would have thought it was the greatest thing ever that these kids were doing what they're doing. Um, I do too. But, uh, you know, so that's why for, for them to be doing this huge march on March 24th is really, really ironic because that, like that's the day he uh, he passed away. So I, I, I was, you know. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know. If I, I'm not much of a protest person, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how, uh, you know, how because we we're actually thinking of maybe like going to like into the city or somewhere, or, you know. But I don't know. We got we got to plan that out. But I I I actually think it's going to be a huge uh, a huge event, uh, wow. you know. Just uh, let's see here. What the hell else do I want to say here? Oh, this is the other thing too. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I mentioned that you know the kids who are speaking out. I, I, a lot of them probably this is their first you know kind of putting their feet into politics. Last week, I don't think they had any any ambitions for politics. They were probably just worried about you know their Valentine's Day thing and prom and whatever else is coming up. But uh, the one kid. Uh, his name's David Hogg, and you know he started getting blasted by these right-wing left uh, conspiracy sites, saying that he's a, a child crisis actor and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my god, like uh, you know, like I, I just—it's really sad. I mean, like as if this friggin' incident wasn't bad enough, uh, you know. Now you have these all, you know, crazy conspiracy theorists, probably half of them in those chat rooms who, uh, you know, are capable of probably doing a fucking school shooting because they, you know, who knows what their views are. But they probably, you know, they, I don't know if it's an all right group, they, you know, I'm sure that school probably didn't, didn't have enough uh, diversity, even though it was diverse. Uh, but, you, you know, you know what I mean. But it's just disgusting to me. Like, how could you sit there and, like, you know, all right, I understand. It's just, like, you know, that's, you'll sell your soul for internet shtick, really? Like, you know, you got to have a little humanity, dude. Really, I mean, these kids, you know, their friends got gunned down in the middle, right at the end of the day. Like, come on. Like, you know, seven, 17 friggin' people died. And, you know, and look, I, they've all been very well-spoken. They're articulate. They have, you know, more than courage. And, you know, they are, they're sparking a movement. And I know it's scary. It's, you know, it should scare the Republican Party. It really should. Because, you know, this is energy that's not, manufactured this is this is real energy behind an issue that a lot of people feel strongly about um you know and like you know these kids are a breath of fresh air from all politicians from all part uh, all sides it's not this is not a republican democrat thing um but i mean you know they uh they're 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 bringing the noise and i don't think they're gonna stop i really do not think that and uh, you know, that's not the sense I get between them and their parents. I think everybody's on board in that town. And, you know, I like they're 
they're pushing. And uh, it's just like I'm curious of how far they can go, what they'll be able to accomplish. But man, I'm rooting them on, and I, I you know, I, I would love to help them in any way I can. Uh, I just, uh, what's it called? You know, I, I, I just. Like, I just hate that stuff. You know, it's like, you know, a kid throws himself on here. And that's fine. You know, it's, and, and look, he's not like, you know, and, and maybe he's called out a few of, you know, his politicians by name, which is more than fair. You know, you're allowed to, he's not, um, you know, and asking very straight questions about what you're going to do and about, you know, money. How much money do you, are you going to take more money from the NRA? Uh, you know, so, I mean, look, these are fair questions. These are extremely fair questions and, you know, good for them for asking them and good for them, the way they organized quickly and how they're trying to, you know, take this awful, awful event and, and turn it into something positive and, you know, and, and, and affect change that can help, you know, more generations down the road, down the line. I mean, what is wrong with that? But, you know, we'll, we'll find out how, um, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan, will uh will aim to uh to to shut this down i mean <laughs> mitch mcconnell held up a, a supreme court nominee <laughs> for a year uh you know paul uh, the two of them together like they they just they, they they could probably like you know make time stand still for just a few hours if they needed to but <laughs> just the worst oh god they just uh it's so bad I really, I just, I just can't. Um, and they, they actually, yeah, and they've gotten some cover now too from the, uh, the, uh, what's it called the, the, the inaction on uh, in in Congress and uh, on the Dreamers and all that stuff. And uh, who knows? I, I, or I think we're nearing probably another government shutdown. It's, I mean, man, it's just, I, uh, you know what? I will say this too, like. You know, the first year of the Trump presidency was just like I, you know, I went, I ranged my, my emotions. I'd be like, you know, just sometimes just like like laughing, sometimes like genuinely like, how the fuck did this guy become the fucking president? Like, just still shocked, like, uh, you know, mad at time, you know, just sitting there like, how like like how much more legal shit can he do? Like it's just like I, I you know they wrote so I just saw somebody write an article today. It's like he's the last released. Like I mean, at some point, like I know he doesn't think things out long term, uh, but it's like you, know, you can't save every year that you're you know your things under audit or whatever. Like and uh, you know the last one, what is it? It's still under audit, really? They didn't give the president of the United States a, a little bit of uh, you know. Expedited service at the IRS, like come on, um, I I can't even imagine what his finances and what like Jared Kushner's look like. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm. It's just like, but you could just see it though. Like you know, you usually one of an event like this, this kind of nature will shape a presidency and you know to date everything that's been shaped as i was started saying this earlier is things from him i mean it's all stuff he he or his team have created so you know like the ultimate test of a president is to, is to respond to a situation like this 
and you know show compassion show empathy be the consoler in chief as they say and say all the right things and i mean look the listening sessions it was a good idea i'll give him that but his like immediate and over the weekend and even right when you get back to washington reactions eh not not so good and, you know, it's and like changing his Twitter feed. You know, he's standing next to the nurses and like I think some of the, the I'm sorry, doctors and nurses, you know, been treating these kids. So, you know, those people have freaking seen trauma now for, for a few days. And, you know, and he's sitting there. He's got a stupid smile on with a thumbs up. It's like, dude, like, you really don't know anything, do you? You really don't know anything. And. Uh, you know, he just, uh, he just doesn't get it. Uh, and again, this isn't, I'm not trying to be all pro Obama. I look, I, I like Obama a lot. I really do. And, you know, uh, and whatever, I'm sure I can get my, uh, my hate comments on that one, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan and, uh, you know, certainly a dude I would love to have a beer with and watch a game and, same can't be said for Trump. <laughs> Although I, I, I am very curious to see Trump play golf. I will admit that. Um, but they, uh, the Washington Post, I know, say fake news. Uh, they did a side by side of what the reaction was between uh, President Obama and President Trump at like for the first three or four days at different points for between uh, you know after Obama found out about Sandy Hook. And Trump for the uh, Parkland, Florida shooting. <laughs> Let's just say it's a, it's a it's a bit con, con, uh, quite a bit of a contrast in styles and how they uh, how they deal with things. <laughs> oh my God! What the hell is going on? What a country! Uh, you know, the one other thing I was thinking about during this, and it's interesting because actually uh, a lot of the students have actually said it too, but. Uh, when I was at 101.5 and, you know, there'd be some kind of terrible thing. And, I mean, I was there when Sandy Hook was, uh, you know, had, had happened. Um, you know, just other things, you know, just other horrible events that, that went on uh, or, or deaths just in general. Uh, you'd immediately get the, because we were on every, uh, the email list for every, like, uh, group like you know in the, like political groups and different things like that so you you know you get on mailing lists uh you know so you can contact certain people to get interviews and you'd get like the flood of press releases of everybody offering their thoughts and prayers it was just like it was like it was almost like a race to see who could who could send out the their thoughts and prayers quickly so uh my former co-worker and i dan uh dan was a good friend over there and uh we used to cr- we, not crack off obviously it's a bad situation but we'd just be like oh more t's and p's and we'd have like the the tracker going to see who who would send it who, how fast you know some of the politicians would send it and uh it was always a very very good source of entertainment you know like you know in a it's the, i know i it's funny the the woman from the nra today said you know the, the media the, the media loves loves mass media mass shootings you know the uh, you know having crying white women is is ratings gold well look you know what 
one part, yes, crying white women is absolutely ratings gold. And I'm just saying, like, it's sad that it takes a suburban white school. And, not, and you know, I'm sorry, that, that school is diverse, but it's a nice area over there. It's like a nice suburban school. And, you know, it doesn't like, you know, and, and I, I mean, it appears to be more predominantly white. Um, I'm not sure the exact breakdown, but you know, there's still 3,300 kids. So, I, you know, there's a good, there's a good mix of kids in there, but you know, you've seen a lot of, a lot of the white kids, you know, and, and their parents and everything. And yeah, no, it, it is ratings gold, but that doesn't mean anybody in media likes it. Like, you know, that's, so, yeah. So Sandy Hook, I, I believe I was, that was going on like a little bit later in the morning as I was winding down. So, I mean, I still helped out with stuff, but like, you know, wasn't like full, full blown into it. Cause I was like, my day was almost over, but I was trying to help out as much as possible while I could. And the, uh, you know, I mean, I remember covering the, uh, when the, the Aurora, uh, Colorado one broke out, and then, and the Boston Marathon bombing, like the second day of it broke out, uh, you know, it was like a two day thing. Those broke out basically on my watch and, you know, like the Aurora one, it was one of the most horrible things I've ever had to cover in my life. I mean, like we just kept getting, the numbers kept changing and climbing and, you know, and the stories were just getting more and more crazy. I mean, uh, it was just uh, horrifying, like you know, trust me, like the, that notion that, yeah, we love mass shooting. Like, no, no way. Like, what are you crazy? Like, I I couldn't, I mean, I guess I can believe she said that, but like, that's, that's low. That's a low, that's a low shot. I know you want to blast the media and whatever, but it's like, you know, you, you gotta have a little bit of a, of a line, but that's the thing. They are. They know they're. They're just fighting till the bloody end to try to get whatever they want. And it, it's going to be interesting because I, you know, the, you know, I, they showed today. They're the NRA showed that they are absolutely. Which I didn't expect anything different. They are digging their heels in, and I'm sure they, you know, are sent some kind of note around to all the politicians they bought. Said like, you better not waver. Because they know, you know, this the storm is coming at them, and it'll just be a matter to see, like, you know. But and if the storm sustains, then they might have a little bit of problems. But it's uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, if, uh, if anything, I don't know. I mean, I get you know, if, they, if anything had to ever happen to that group, I mean. I would definitely send my thoughts and prayers, obviously. My my T's and P's, as we used to call it. Oh, my God. It's, it was the great, like, I mean, you know, again, in bad situations, obviously, but thoughts and prayers always. Or if, like, a, like if a, like an old governor died or, you know, an old lawmaker, you know, somebody, you know, who worked at the state house or whatever who, for, for forever, uh, they would, uh, you just get thoughts and prayers and condolences, but, but I, you know, we, we just, after a while be like, you know, all right, you know, the thoughts and prayers are good, but it's like, what do they actually do? It's like, it's like a charity where yeah, we're raising awareness. Okay. Well, then what are you can do with that awareness? I mean, <laughs> very much like that. 
you know, so yeah. T- but, but it's funny. A lot of people are calling out thoughts and prayers. I, you never hear. Everybody usually leaves them alone. But uh, I mean, people still say it. You know, like oh, yeah, send my thoughts and prayers. Like, okay, great. <laughs> that 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 should help uh, this this woman survive her surgery. Um, I don't know. It's just remarkable. But, uh, but yeah, we used to always joke around. We used to, we, we were, I think actually, my I think Dan actually made the T's and P's jar for you know like that that we'd have for like you know for we'd make it for like some of the stupid stories and make like thoughts and prayers for for so and so for you know non you know non injury non death kind of story like uh, whatever I can't I can't even think of an example now. <laughs> Probably something to do with like American Idol or something. <laughs> um, yeah, who knows? But yeah, thoughts and prayers always. You, you got to have them. You got to have them. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I figured I this with all the kind of the climate going on right now. I would, I'd go one political show like this. Um, you know, this will probably be my last one that I do like this in a while. You know, unless I can. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll see if I can get one of the kids to do an interview. That might be it. That might be possible. See, if I can get the kids to do one of it, like an interview uh, for uh, you know right before the march. Uh, yeah, you know what? That, that that's that's an idea. Get one of those kids. I, I gotta see who the funniest one is. I gotta find that out. So. Um, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's a possibility. Well, but in any event, I mean, like, let's just, you know, uh, I, I have, this is just one last little thing. I, I was, you know, and again, this is not my way of at, like hoping bad things happen. Like, you know, it's just sad because you, you know, usually a bad things have, if a bad thing happens, um, in this country, like, you know, it tends to bring us all together. Um, you know, in just a, a way like that, uh, you know, I mean, like you remember after like nine eleven and things like that, or, you know, even Boston bombing, everybody, you know, just, you just had this patriotism, this, this attitude and, you know, that, you know, you, yeah, everybody had each other's back and, you know, there, there was like that with this and that's just like, because of this just polarizing time, it's just becomes this like gotcha games and, and yeah, you know, you have, like I said, yeah, you have idiot websites calling kids crisis actors and, and bullshit like that. It's like, it's just really discouraging, but, um, you know, I, I just, I still, I, I give my kudos to them. They're, they're not backing down from any of it. They've taken their first punches on, on the, I'm not, second punches on the chin sorry you know what i mean i i met in media life um no i mean they're more than holding hell they talk better than me already in their uh in uh high school so um you know but you know i i you know i i just i wish them the best of luck i, I really do and i hope they don't get beaten down not not physically just beaten down mentally and uh you know and discouraged by the political process because look, you know, you, you, we need a, uh, an injection of, of young people like that. And, you know, and, and they're not only, you know, mobilizing to, to March, they're also, uh, registering for voting and things like that. So, 
you know, they're, they're, these kids are going to do something. I really believe that they're, they're going to affect some change. And I, I think that day in, in Washington on March, March 24th, which again is crazy. I, if, if that were a weekday, I probably would have probably tried to go down. I just, it being a weekend and my dad's thing, I don't know. It's, it's just tricky, but, uh, you know, we'll, we shall see, but I, I'm expecting a, a, you know, a pretty impressive, uh, uh, situation from them, uh, for sure. So, uh, you know, and I, I, I really do. I, I just, I would want to send my condolences, uh, you know, to, to that town and to, to the families of the 17, uh, people who have died, you know, 14 students, three faculty members. It's just ridiculous. And, you know, uh, I doubt anybody from down there will ever hear this particular podcast, but, um, you know, the, uh, you know, they, uh, I know it's all been said already, but the, uh, you know, nation is definitely watching and, 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 and supporting this cause you guys are taking up. And, um, you know, the, even just the policy stuff you guys have said, I am wholeheartedly on board with, I, I've, you know, I've wanted the, those things and, you know, usually just kind of keep them to myself. Cause I, I know it, you know, with, with all Republicans in power, the NRA shit is just usually not, it's usually a non-starter, but I don't know. There, this, there's a little different, different vibe in the air this time. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see on election on, in an election year, what, uh, you know, especially the house will do. But, uh, you know, it's uh, never a dull moment. But uh, see what happens. But I, I think these kids, uh, I think these kids can do something really special. And I would love to see it. Uh, you know, every, every great movement in this, in this country has started from the, from the energy, from the, you know, and strength and the energy, everything, from, you know, just the kind of just not quitting attitude of of a younger generation so maybe maybe this is the time uh so we we shall see so i mean you know that's the only thing i mean getting drowned out in this news cycle or getting discouraged is the only thing i think that would ever stop them but i don't i don't think that's gonna be the case i don't think you know you know i'm and i just mean like time like you know just because sometimes you know it might not make a lot of progress in a day and you know maybe the the legislators that aren't looking at you guys as much if you come up there a few times. So you got to just keep with the resolve and keep, you know, keep coming up with like precise things you guys are looking for and sky's the limit. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening in Maddie Faz podcast. Uh, I'll be back with another one over the weekend at some point and you can still check out, I'm going to re-release it today. I, I, uh, I know it's been out and I, I appreciate everybody who's been listening and giving me great feedbacks on it. Um, the Bobby Hurley uh, senior uh, uh, podcast, uh, which we did a few weeks back. It thought, you know, it's, it ages fine. So that's, that's why I'm going to re re push it. I have a few other elements to throw in there. And uh, yeah. So the, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, that that uh th- that podcast is one of the most fun ones I did. Bob Hurley was just an amazing guy, and you know, hoping maybe you know maybe we could do a uh, part two sometime. 
uh, down down the line here. But uh, you know, he just it was awesome just to talk basketball with him. So if you like basketball, especially like in New Jersey, and if you like high school and college basketball, you'll love it. But I mean, the guy's just got just just the stories are amazing. He's a good dude, and uh, you know, I really appreciated him uh, giving me that opportunity. So hopefully, I didn't botch it too bad. But uh, uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna put that back out. Oh, I was saying you know I just I I was gonna re-release it with the new the stuff I have to add in. Uh, so I just wanted to get it up there, and uh, I was gonna wait till last week, and then that shooting happened like right on the day I was gonna do it, and I was like, you know what, like let me just wait, and then that story just kept getting crazier. Then there were so many things going on. I was like, you know what, let's just wait till next week. Uh, it doesn't matter. So. That's, uh, that's why I'm doing it that way. But uh, this one will be going up pretty much right now. So thank you guys for listening, and I uh, really appreciate it. Subscribe, rate us, do whatever you do. And I'm going to keep you posted uh, on another thing too. With a, uh, there's a website coming and more more programming. It's all happening. I promise you. Just wait and see. All right. Take care, everybody, on the Maddie Faz podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Maddie Faz podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit prettyfuzzy.com. Hit Matt up on Facebook and on Twitter at Matt Fazzlepore. If you like today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.